again. Yeah, you and Wheezy can join. That's fine. Right, let's get through the talk so we can do the Q&A and get on this Nightfall grind before it goes away. Thank you for listening to or watching another episode of SNTR Presents. This is going to be my talk about more Nightfall glitch, please. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you can probably catch me live right now at SayNoToRage.com. That will bring you right to my Twitch channel, SayNoToRage.com. If you want to listen to these podcast episodes, you can search for SNTR Presents on all the podcast platforms. And if you're on YouTube, like, share, subscribe, the bell button, a comment, all those things help me. So, more Nightfall glitch, please. Lono, what are you talking about? Well... You're going to be kind of bummed that this was late. This video was late. I was late to the party. There was a Nightfall glitch this week that is unique to the Warden of Nothing strike. Cosmo spoke to this on the forums where people were getting double drops as long as they got to the Platinum score, killing all the champions. I've been grinding it like crazy. I got a ton of, uh, you know, enhancement prisms and it was trying to get... I'm still going to try and get a God Roll Worm Husk during Q&A, but that's what's been going on. So obviously... By the time this video hits the feeds, and even today, we're just a couple hours away from reset, you're not going to be able to do it anymore. Uh, They're not fixing it. They're not removing the bug as of now. It just seems to only be happening during the Warden of Nothing Nightfall ordeal. So, what is happening is the first place. Second, I want to talk about Nightfalls in general. And then I want to end by talking about Sundial versus a special event. We had a good conversation about this on the Rageous Roundtable, and I thought Paul Tassi brought up a really good point. So, what was happening? As long as you got the Platinum score, you were getting double drops at the end. And according to Cosmo, this is unique to Warden of Nothing. But he also said they were accepting our feedback on it. So, they're not just like, yeah, it's unique to this. It's going away. or We're going to patch it. We're going to get rid of it. Cosmo even said he likes when a bug becomes a feature. So, people have responded very well to this. I mean, for me especially, I don't run Nightfalls. I never saw the point. I don't really freaking care. And I was running them like crazy because double rewards was worth it. I was trying to get some good exotics and I got like virtually every exotic for the hunter except for a god roll worm husk. So we're going to try again in a little bit. But if you remember back to when they increased the drops in Menagerie, Dylan indicated to the community that that was something they were looking into that they could do periodically. I don't think that's what's going on in the Nightfall. I don't know if this was like a mistake or an accident. We're like, oh, whoops. Uh, You guys are getting double drops. That was something we were experimenting with. I think it is legitimately a glitch with the Warden of Nothing strike, but... Dylan made it sound like, oh, in the future we could consider doing something like this. And that was a big push last night on the Rageous Roundtable. You know, do something every week where a certain activity is given double drops or, you know, high exotic drop rate. So for that entire week, everybody's kind of farming that certain activity because that's what people have been doing with this Nightfall. And it's been enjoyable to have something that is suddenly very, very generous kind of out of nowhere. That's going to relate to the ending conversation. Like, well, Sundial was really generous. What was the difference between Sundial and something like this? You know, Mike, 30 and so gaming was like, well, you guys like playing something when it's broken. I don't think that's the full story. I definitely think people are like, oh my gosh, you know, it's a bank heist. Let's make a run on the bank because like, you know, somebody left the vault open. It's kind of what it feels like, right? Everybody's rushing in because it's a, feels like you're getting away with something. But I also think it's just because it's a really, really good grind. It's a really, really good generous lane. And honestly, of all the nightfalls it could have happened on, Warden of Nothing is probably one of the best. There's no solar shields in the entire thing, so match game's a lot easier to deal with. It's a fast strike, and the boss fight is one of the more easier bosses to melt. So, 
it's a great 10 minute grind for a chance at an exotic and double enhancement prism uh, drops as opposed to you know other strikes or nightfalls if it would have been like the fanatic for example I wouldn't have been grinding it I don't I wouldn't care enough at chances for exotics I absolutely hate that strike so let's talk about nightfalls in general though because I do think this is bringing up a discussion about nightfalls role in the game and Grandmaster nightfall is still on the horizon for the 21st when they're not just a source for currency i think they become a good farm and i think that's one of the main reasons people tend to avoid the nightfalls if you just go into your director and you kind of look at the way that the nightfalls are structured right now the thousand just feels like a great grind exotic gear is common i'm getting double drop rate you know drop chances Master is a little bit harder, and the only real reason to go up to Master is to get more enhancement prisms, and I just didn't really feel the need to make things take longer to do that. Exotic is common at both 1,000 and 1,030. Now, this may have exposed me to something I've been kind of sleeping on. Like, if it's a fast nightfall, I may may continue to do this, because 1,000 is pretty manageable, and, you know, getting a chance at an exotic, you know, every 10 minutes, I, I, I I might take, take that up, you know, and do that. I didn't realize that it was it was a nice it was a nice grind. Now again, my drop rate on exotics might have been being sort of padded by the double drops, so that might have been one of the reasons I was getting some at a pretty regular interval. But I think Grandmaster Nightfalls are now going to be under the microscope even more, even more so than before. I think Grandmasters are going to be under the microscope. Why am I going to go to a thousand sixty level environment with twelve negative modifiers? Twelve, okay? Because there there's the one that says Prime modifiers. There's there's five hidden in there. 12 negative modifiers, 1,060. This is going to be under the microscope because people are going to remember this and be like, man, double drops was so awesome. That was so rewarding. That was so great. And then you're going to go to grow 1,060 and you're going to be like, people are going to do it for the triumph. That's probably going to be it if they can't increase the drops or do something between now and then. I mean, they have between now and the 21st to do a hot fix to really, you know, juice things and really take things up a notch. The question is, you know, can they go in and do this? I believe that they can. They made the menagerie, you know, doing multiple drops. I believe they could go in the nightfalls and increase multiple drops. I would think between now and Grandmaster, increase the rewards for sort of all nightfalls and have it really scale up at Grandmaster so it feels like you're really getting away with highway robbery or at the very least, maybe not highway robbery, if you're slogging through a slow grandmaster it feels worth your time if they've really really bumped the drop rates quite a bit because i do think that's one of the dilemmas right now with endgame and i said this the other day in q a when you give me an intentional grind like a weapon frame i think that's great and then that can be a little bit grindy and feel a little bit like a chore and that's okay because you're giving me a direct and intentional grind i'm literally just grabbing the frame and then completing the frame if you're not going to give me intentionality the way that exotics drop right now, then I think the lack of intentionality requires an increase in generosity. So if you're not going to give me any intentional grind toward exotics in the 1060, then I would say the generosity should be cranked way up. I mean, way up. Because I don't have an intentional way of getting the, the exotics that I want, and the way to mitigate that is to have the drop rate be really, really good and really, really healthy. So anytime intentionality is lacking, generosity should be increased significantly, and I think that's related to Sundial, which is where I want to end the video. Sundial was both, and it honestly, I think, was maybe too much of both. It was crazy generous, four drops, and then once Inatam showed up, it was five drops, and you got to choose what you wanted. 
So it had both high levels of intentionality and high levels of generosity. Now, one of the main reasons for that was because the activity was going away at the end of the season, so they really wanted to crank up both. But the analogy that I gave and the reason I felt like folks really looked at Sundial as kind of like, I don't really care, not really that big of a deal. And then this week, everyone was kind of going crazy and grinding Nightfalls all, all day. Why? Because people that have access to clean water don't really think about it, right? It's just a faucet. You can turn it on at any point in time. You're not constantly filling up bottles of water obsessively from your faucet and making sure to save them and like staying near the faucet and protecting your faucet. You're not doing that. Why? It's just, you just go turn it on whenever you want. And that's the way Sundial felt. At any point in time I can go turn this loot faucet on. I can go run it with people for a couple hours and get four or five drops at the end every single time. Now some people say the guns weren't that great which is completely and utterly bogus. There were great great guns in there that you could grind for. There was a unique grenade launcher, a nice linear fusion, and a really good auto rifle. There were great weapons worth grinding for. The aesthetic was really strong. But again, it just felt like I can go, I can go into the, here anytime I want and turn this loot faucet on. It didn't feel special. And I thought it was good that Paul Tassi highlighted that. He's like, if it's a special event, then I think it's going to draw more attention and feel more more exciting and more unique and not just like, well, you know, we can do this anytime we want. Who the frick cares, right? Menagerie kind of fell into that lane. I think Menagerie got hurt even more because they took away the glitch and people got used to the glitch, but I would say special occasions or weekly focuses would be a really good approach for this. Every week, say, all right, you know, we're going to do this really, really great exotic drop rate in a certain place, whether it's Crucible or Gambit or Nightfalls, uh, maybe Flawless, maybe Trial, something like that, where it rotates, and every once in a while, it's like, it's just you know, dropping like gangbusters. Now, I also said something that they could do, and I borrowed this from, from you know, the division. Once you hit max level, I think this was in the uh, slot leveling Q&A. I was like, once you hit max level, Milestone should convert to daily rotating farms. So once I'm at a thousand, all of my Milestones should switch. Okay, so today Crucible's Milestone is Dire Promise, and the Strike Milestone is the Interference Grenade Launcher, right? And then every day that would change. So every day you could try and get those weapons, you could go and get three drops, just switch characters, run it three times, right? I think you could pair that with what I'm talking about. The daily rotating grind would be nice, but then a weekly rotating super generous exotic drop would also be nice. Like certain activities would suddenly be worth your time and that would rotate weekly. And then daily, it's like you brought back Dire Promise, you brought back Old Fashioned, you brought back all these weapons. There's no intentional grind. You could repurpose the milestones for that. Like, okay, I'm a thousand now. I don't need milestones, especially if they do slot leveling. I don't need milestones anymore. You know, let me farm for particular items. And, and they should drop at power. So even if they don't go to slot leveling, you could be like, well, I need some confusion fodder. I don't really care about the inner interference grenade launcher, but I need some thousand level heavies. I can go grind for some and they'll automatically drop me a thousand level heavy. So once you're at, again, once you're at max level, that'd be a great way to do it. More fresh farms and rotating relevancy, I think would be really, really good for the game. And I believe that the nightfall glitch is something that we want to see more of. But I really do think we want to be uh, cautious against asking for more sundial faucets of loot and give us more rotations of generosity lanes to get in that are not always the same activity to keep things fresh, but to give you some of that, like, I'm going to try and get some exotics or I'm going to try and go for a dire promise. And I think some of these things would really, really help out the loot chase in Destiny. As always, we're going to go to Q&A next. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you can always catch me live at saynotorage.com. As always, please like, share, and subscribe.
Thank you for listening to or watching another episode of SNTR Presents. This is going to be the Q&A session that followed my talk about more Nightfall glitch, please. We're going to be actually running the Warden of Nothing Nightfall during this Q&A. Uh, try and take advantage of it just before reset as much as we can. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you could probably catch me live right now at SayNoToRage.com. That'll take you right to my Twitch channel. And we are usually streaming Monday through Friday doing these talks if you want to take part in them. Let's take the first question. What is the most rewarding experience in terms of loot can I do in Destiny as a casual, uh, for casual players? Um, honestly, probably, I'm trying to think. It's hard because there's not a lot of loot grinds right now. I mean, the bunker stuff's pretty good, especially if you take the time to invest. Eventually, you're going to be able to do... Uh, you're going to be able to do the frames, and those are usually pretty rewarding. You know, you, you just do them, grind them, and get the loot to drop. Um, but if, if, if you're running any of the content, Menagerie is pretty good. It's match made, you can't fail. Um, you can literally pick what you want. Now, you would want to look up Menagerie... Uh, you'd want to look up the Menagerie recipes, because those, I think, are going to make a big big difference in your grind like you want to know obviously like what you're making and how to make it um there's some great weapons you can farm in there too uh waking vigil i think you can do the can you do the retold tale in there i think you can do the retold tale so that would probably be your best bet um again just because it's super intentional it's not failable it's match made uh out of all of the content of destiny that one probably where i would start lona i was thinking this to myself next question from cluso how long if Bungie chooses to keep the rewards as they are, will it become the norm for people to become bored of it again? This is why I thought Paul Tassie's input was really helpful on the Rageous Roundtable. He was like, this kind of stuff is the most exciting when it's a special occasion. And I, in, in, the, in the video, I referred to the sundial as a faucet that you could turn on anytime you want. So instead of being like, oh my gosh, this is so great. I, I'm going to do this because it's available. You're like, no, it's always there. You know, on a hot day when you're going for a walk or a run and then there's a place to get water, that's going to be a lot more exciting to you than the faucet in your kitchen, you know? Because it's just, it it's not as contextually exciting or needing. It's not a special occasion. And so I, I agree that a rotating special thing, oh, you can't farm the retold. Oh, that sucks. It's a really good one. I got such a good roll. Um, I thought you could farm it in there. Sorry. Um... So I agree. Um, I think that do I think doing that would be the best. I think doing like a, a a rotating a rotating thing like that would be awesome. And then it's week to week. It's something different. Week to week, there's another there's a new activity for you to focus on. So, uh, do you mind if I send you an idea on Twitter? It's quite wordy and not a straight question. I would like your feedback. Truth be told, with love in my heart, I'm not going to read it or give you feedback. I'm way too busy. People do that all the time. They write books and submit YouTube questions or or Twitter DMs, I legit don't have time. I There are things that I would like to watch and engage with that I'm not able to. Uh, so I'm not going to be able to make time for something like that. I just can't. Um, there are there are TV shows and YouTube videos that I wish I had time to watch, and I just don't have time for it. So it's not it's not like an arrogant thing. It's literally an I, don't, I do not have time. Um, out Sanity. Overwatch has the replay feature and also a code to watch replays. Do you think this function or feature would work in D2? If you know, if you're trying to do something to prevent cheating, I just think stuff like this is just so out of left field and not possible right now. They're they're uh, 
they're not going to be able to do that. They're not going to be able to say, oh, let's let's add a replay feature and a community review feature like they do in CSGO. Um, that's just not in the cards right now for them to build this big elaborate system. And truth be told, if I want Bungie to dedicate bandwidth to anything, it needs to be a frontline automated anti-cheat. Work with what's the one called like eagle eye work with is if punk Buster's still around i don't know like i think there's plenty of places for them to invest attention i don't think a replay feature where we do more work and we do um reporting i know they added that to you know fortnite and other games and stuff like i just can't stress this enough i it's not my freaking job it's not your job it's bungie's job so oh it's battle eye sorry not eagle eye Eagle Eye was the movie with, uh, <laughs> with Shia LaBeouf, wasn't it? <laughs> uh, it's Truds. Would you liken this glitch to what happened with a menagerie, and then hopefully Bungie will buff rewards? I, I mean, I made mention of that in the video. And even Dylan, I think, after they buffed the drop rate in menagerie, and they also indicated they were going to be taking it away, which I'm still mad about that, but they had to do that because new content wouldn't have felt as rewarding. So, if new content doesn't feel new content doesn't feel as rewarding, then that's a problem, and that's why they had to like tone menagerie down. But I remember Dylan saying like they they would take a look at doing something like that, like a double valor, double glory sort of a situation where hey, double drops or whatever. And I think this this glitch in the Warden of Nothing Nightfall ordeal, I think, is just pointing at the fact that they have a good idea here if they do it properly. You know, they can. I think they could really create a a good vibe and a feel week to week and that's why I think the daily rotation idea is also uh, really really good this idea that like we're going to daily rotate a, a farm you know so the dire promise can is dropping from a certain activity and instead of being a, a weekly milestone to be a daily milestone and so you could get three dire promises a day as long as you go wherever the frick it's you know, dropping JFGC, hopefully this isn't too similar to the talk, but would diversifying glitches a la Menagerie help bolster old content? One week of Reckoning, one for Menagerie, one for Nightfall. As a follow-up, could adopting that model help fill the gaps in the seasonal model? Well, I actually like where you're taking it, because this is one of the things that I think would make people think twice about oh, they're just going to repurpose old content. They're just going to, you know, reinvigorate core activities like Luke Smith said in his director's cut. Just going to be a bunch of reskins. Well, I think people get over that really, really quickly when the loot's dropping. You know, like, nobody gives a crap that they're grinding Warden of Nothing, which is a Forsaken Strike. Nobody gives a rip about that. It's an old strike. It's, you know, it's, what is it now? A year and, a year and some change, year and a half old strike, and people don't care because exotics are dropping. So if they did this to Blind Well or Escalation Protocol, you know, or any of these environments, I don't think people would, would be all that upset if the loot's dropping. That's one thing that I do think is in Bungie's corner being somewhat stingy all this time with a lot of their activities is the fact that if they suddenly blow the lid off of an activity and make it really, really generous, I think people will will say, oh, this is actually, I'm glad they repurposed this. You know, I mean, if... If you're going if you're going to reinvigorate an activity, that's the time to say, all right, we're going to make it really really generous. We're going to make it, it it's going to be dropping doubles. It's going to be dropping lots of exotics. It's going to be dropping, you know, whatever. Cuz 
ultimately, once you start grinding something like Menagerie, once you start grinding something like a Nightfall, you do, if I mean, if we're honest, you do just kind of shut your brain off and just go in the activity over and over and over again. Like, I'm not really thinking about Warden of Nothing. Also, you have to consider something. There's something that Bungie does really, really well, and that's they make mundane activities feel good like killing enemies and killing them quickly and moving through and doing your super and all that it always feels really good like they've done a really good job making the mundane feel satisfying and so just running this over and over again and getting more efficient and getting synergized with certain rooms going in and and using divinity and killing things quickly i don't know i enjoy that there's something there's something really satisfying about it i don't need to have a brand new experience every 60 seconds like i think sometimes like our media-addled brains, our binge-watching brains really, really struggle sometimes to enjoy the mundane, and I think that there's just something to be said for that. There's something to be said for just getting in a rhythm with content and just playing it. You cannot expect every week there to be a brand new feeling and a brand new thing for you to do, but if there's something that you haven't done in a while that's suddenly relevant, Warden of Nothing Strike, or disagree, or Gambit, or, you know, Escalation Protocol, and it's suddenly relevant for just a week, just a week, and you grind like crazy, I think that's actually, like, a really good system, because then you're like, well, that would, you know, I'm, I'm kind of done with EP. What's this week's? You know, oh, Crucible? Yeah, I think I'll pass. I'll work on some other stuff. You know, I'm working on some other stuff. I don't know. I'm a, a Gambit? Yeah, I don't know. Or you might be like, yeah, Gambit, I heard there's some pretty good Warmind builds. I I might try that, you know? And it's harder to get burned out when you're doing something different every week. I think that's one of the reasons that bounties are frustrating people because they're feeling like that's literally all there is to do. You know what's been great about the back half of this week and like looking forward to playing today? You know what was great? I was like... I've not been doing that. I, I, you know, I've not been grinding the Warden of Nothing Strike. I did it for like a day or two, and now I'm going to do it again. Um, yeah, Reckoning. Double the drops in Reckoning. You know, stuff like that. I, I think you would spend a week doing that activity and then kind of like rotate off. This is where I think Bungie needs to consider a season-long grind of strikes isn't going to go over well. But a season-long grind where, hey, this week all the strikes have SIVA charges and we're doing the double drop rate. Oh, nice. And then next week, all right, this week we've changed it up. Everything's SIVA-fied in the reckoning and the drops are doubled. And you're like, oh, cool. And then the next week they're like, gambit. You know what I'm saying? So by the time you get to the end of the season, you might be like, okay, the SIVA thing's kind of cool. It's kind of over, but you're not doing like bounty, 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 bunker, 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 sundial, 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 frick, I'm sick of sundial. It's, oh, it strikes this week. It's this, this week. It's this, that week. It's this. And then the next season, then it's, all right, now it's scorch cannons and hive swords. Okay. Well, but if you're only really grinding the strikes for a week, the likelihood of you getting burned out goes down a little bit, again, because it's rotating week to week instead of being that literally for the entire season. So if I was Bungie, and I, you know, I was Luke Smith, and I was looking at next season where, or, you know, or, or next year, where he wants to, like, reinvigorate, he wants to, like, reinvigorate old activities, I would say a really good way of doing that is to say, let's do it week to week. 
if it's only strikes for an entire season I, people are going to freaking hate that they're like dude I am so sick of strikes that's why I said they should do the seasonal strike playlist where for one entire season there's like five strikes that are featured in the seasonal strike playlist and you grind those five and stuff's dropping and then the next season it's five more I mean that smacks of the same idea it's like to keep things fresh the seasonal strike playlist would only have five strikes that would rotate out next time um and I think this is a similar this is a similar thought process. The idea that you, you know it's it's you're not going to run the same dadgum loop for three months. It's a thematic feel, and it's rotating through activities. I don't know because I have not touched Nightfalls like at all. But man, I've been in here. You know, I've been in here, dude. I've been in Warden. And I, it does help that Warden of Nothing is a really, really nice strike. It really is. It's a really nice strike. It's fast. You can bake that boss. Um, and I think that's one of the reasons it has been so enjoyable, is it is one of those strikes that you can just kind of burn down. Like I said before, if it was the Fanatic, you probably wouldn't see me in here. You know, what's the glitch? Double drops. Elite Bacon. Uh, do you wish that there was a Crota level tier raid because Crota was super easy that you could one man? No, that's just a yes or no question. Not much discussion to be had there. I don't. I don't think there's. I don't. I don't want Bungie spending time on that. Like, could you spend bandwidth on something that's basically designed for one person? No, I think that that's terrible game design for Destiny. Those aren't decisions that should be made like ever. This is a multiplayer game, and if you ask for solo, if you ask for solo player content, I'm, I'm gonna shoot that down real fast. Like. I don't want them spending a single ounce of energy on something for solo players. Now, if they want to build a dungeon and then give you a solo, a solo flawless challenge and a, a triumph and an emblem to kind of like flex, that'd be awesome, right? That'd be awesome. I think that would be better. Um, does some of the currency in the game need to be uh, homogenized? I feel like that... Um, I feel that more giving multiple purposes to enhancement prisms and sentence shards will allow for some generosity, but also more decisions that players can make. Apologies, this is a duplicate. I don't even understand what you're saying, Cheshire. I I don't I don't understand what you're saying. I'm just gonna skip that that that's a very very weird. It's not even I don't. Outsanity, is it possible Bungie can go to these sites with the cheats since the programs are breaking TOS? I don't. What do you mean? Can they go? Oh, go after the sites. Well, you'd have to go on a legal route. And who knows who owns the site? Who knows who operates the site? Who knows if they operate the site outside of U.S. outside of the U.S. Um, you know, that is. Uh, I I don't I don't think that they would be able to do much with it. You know, I. Design the cyberpunk PC pace of your dreams. Check out the contest. Oh, it's a contest. I was like, what? Um, yeah, I, you can't. You can't really go after these websites. It's not worth it. I don't think. They were asking instead of a specific thing for each planet, just make them all one thing. I've said this many, many times, Cheshire. You may have just missed it. It's literally on the season pass. If they want to fix the currency, you just do this. This little box here, you just take all the planetary currency and put it in that box. That's all you got to do. That's all you got to do. You just put it in there, 
and then it makes it it makes it a lot more streamlined and cleans up the currency screen. Like we don't need a we don't need currency from every planet. Anytime you're on a planet and you get currency, it should just go in that box. There's no re- we we don't need we don't need twelve different currencies. We just don't. It's not it's not needed. It is not a necessary thing. Because what are we even using the currency for right now? I think the only thing you use it for is the enhancement prisms, right? Um, again, I just I don't I don't think that's like a needed thing to have that many currencies. It it and they already have the box, right? They already have the box. Uh, Fuzz bounce with the next question: What incentive? Does Bungie? Oh, I got the six coyote. I got so excited for half a second. I thought that was the worm husk. Um, it's a sixty-four with no discipline, but that's actually good, right? Because you get like the extra dodges. That could become a meta, you know, exotic in the future because dodging is so important. But worm husk is just so strong right now. Um, oh, we can't pick up the chess piece because we have too many. Uh. We'll delete that one. What incentive does Bungie have uh, to perfect endgame loot grind when people that play the content are usually the ones who will play the game no matter what the state of content? I mean, I, this question seems odd to me. Like, they're they're going to settle for mediocrity because we play. Like, I don't understand how you, you're framing your question in a weird way. It's like, well, Bungie has no incentive to give us better stuff because we play anyway. I, I don't. I don't think that's an attitude that developers take. You know, I don't think they're going to be like, "No, it's fine." Yeah, no, it's fine. It, 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 you just keep it, keep it the way that it is because people will play no matter what. I don't think that's that, that's not a way any developer thinks at all. I don't think there's a single developer that's going to look at their game and be like, "No, yeah, mediocrity is totally a hundred percent fine. Uh, we don't need to do any innovation at all." Uh, just leave it how it is. I, I genuinely just don't think... I don't think that... I don't think that they're ever going to take that attitude. Now, did they take sort of that attitude up to now, right? Were they like, hey, we got to make sure the game survives. So they focus more They focus more on like mid-lane content, casual content, right? Accessible content. As Luke Smith said in his director's cut... We were. We, the question was, can we survive this breakup and this split? And they can. And now the question is, you know, where can Destiny go? Okay. Well, now that that question's been answered, I don't think Bungie's going to be like, oh, there's no reason to invest in the end game. These people will play no matter what. I really don't think they're going to do that. That's a very strange attitude for a developer to take. There are people that want to build awesome dungeons and raids and you know, make make Nightfalls better and more exciting. There are people that work at Bungie that want to do that. Like, that's their job, is to make that content great. And I can't see those people taking this attitude. Oh, who cares a crap, you know? Because, like, if you were, if you're working in the raid department, and it's your job to make awesome raids, I can't see you ever thinking this way. Nah, it's fine. Let's just make junk. Let's just make, like, mediocre loot and mediocre rewards because people are going to play no matter what. I, they they genu- genuinely, I think, are going to say, no, let's do. Let's make this stuff awesome. What are you talking about, you know? Zorion, do you think that we will see similar drop rates when weapon retirement kicks in? This is something that we talked about, I think, in the sunsetting Q&A where we said... If they do the route of sunsetting, you can't have a mindbender's drop rate. That won't work. 
right? It you, number one, you're dependent on a nightfall rotation. Number two, it's a really, really, really hard grind. It's a slog. And if it takes you literally months to get the role that you want, those are months always taken from, you know, they're always taken from the the life of the weapon. If, if you know, when, if when sunsetting becomes a thing, um, so like I don't think that they can continue that. And as I said earlier, I think I said this in the video, where intentionality is lacking, generosity should be filling that gap. If Bungie's like, okay. We're not going to give you an intentional grind for exotics, but we're going to give you generosity and make up for that, right? We're not going to give you an intentional grind for the dire promise, but we're going to have generosity to make up for that, right? I think that is, a, is, is how the knobs should work. If you picture kind of two, two volume knobs, there is the volume knob of generosity, and then there's the volume knob of intentionality. And if the generosity knob is low, then intentionality should be high. Every 30 minutes, you get a drop of XYZ, uh, you know? And then, if you're not going to give me the intentionality, like, I don't know what's going to drop, then generosity makes up the difference. So that way you're not stuck in this mindbender's quarry of like, I got stuck and just couldn't get the one that I wanted. Five months later, I finally get it. And now it only has like six months left. You know, now it only has six months left on its sunset life. Well, that's not a very good feeling. Well, I finally got this weapon to drop. Yay. And it's, it's end game viability life cycle is shorter because it took me so dadgum long to get it. Exot- We've talked about this with exotics too, like exotics in the raids. Like you shouldn't have to wait what as long as people had to wait to get 1K. I, I just, I don't think that should just be, a, I, that, that should never be the case. I don't think there's any reason for that. 50 plus runs to get an exotic I, I just think that that's stupid I don't there's no reason for that by the time they get it like the raids not even like it's not even relevant anymore a lot of people have stopped playing it LFG's probably not playing it as much their friends aren't playing it as much now my idea with the raid NPC kind of injecting life every season I think would make it to where oh man all my buddies are raiding again this is great you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, we're gonna jump in this raid. They're trying to get these things that they're that are new, and I'm trying to get the thing that I just never got last season. Um, I think that would be another way to keep raid relevancy high. But I also think like running it, running it 48, 50 some odd times, and however many times people had been running it and not getting it, I think is absurd. And again, that poses a problem with sunsetting. If it literally takes me into the next season to get the drop, I think that's a problem. Because I didn't even get to enjoy the weapon in its season. Now I'm in another season. Now there's new things to chase. Not only are there new things to chase, my, my sunset window is shorter now because you just it took me four months to get the thing out of a 12-year sunset rhythm. Uh... Melodic Gamer, do you think there is room for the weekly powerfuls to also drop currency? Example, completing a tier 2 powerful gives you a drop of a currency like Prism Shards. I don't want to get down into these weeds. I I feel like this stuff gets kind of muddy because I don't know exactly what currency earn rate Bungie wants there to be in the game. Also, if it's just time that you can dedicate to doing all of your milestones and then potentially undercutting Nightfalls, uh, I think that's a problem. Nightfalls don't have a whole lot of relevancy if you don't, if you're not 
if there's no currency if the, if you're able to kind of feed yourself currency decently every week from your own milestones you're going to really undercut nightfalls and I think that's a problem. I think Nightfalls need a reason to go in. Now, I think the exotics and the Nightfall specifics are a really, really good place to start. But I also think the currency is one of the reasons I've liked this. Like, I like looking at my currency and seeing all these Ascendant Shards that I bought and all these Enhancement Prisms that I have saved up and they're hitting the Postmaster. I don't know. That feels nice to know that I'm kind of investing in my endgame builds. Like, once I finally get the God Roll Worm Husk, I'm going to be in a position to level it up because I've been getting all this currency. Um, and I think that's helpful. Mega. It goes to show how the loot problem many players felt was easily, albeit temporarily, satiated with the simple two times nightfall loot glitch. Do you think this shows how little Bungie need to revitalize their old content to make it attractive again? Well, no. As we've already said, I don't think it's as simple as just being like, yep, here's a here's a bunch of loot. It's not that simple. Sundial was that way, and people didn't think that way about Sundial. A lot of people looked at Sundial and felt that, as I said in the talk, it was like a faucet that they could just kind of ignore and engage with every once in a while. There was no strong desire to be in the sundial on a regular basis. So you could kind of ignore it because, again, it was like a faucet that that was just always super generous. I think it being a special event, I think Tassie was right to, to zero in on that. I do think that is super generous menagerie, double drops in nightfall, like... I think that is the key because then it feels, as I said, for a season, even for a seasonal format, you can have this feeling of I'm rotating through activities that I ordinarily don't play, so burnout is less likely to happen. Before you bash his question, I think he's trying to make the point that we already want to engage with the game, but not necessarily the seasonal content all the time. I didn't bash his question at all. I don't know what you're what you're attempting to project onto me. I said that I don't think you want this to be the structure for Nightfalls. A rotating form of relevancy, I think, would be better. Because, to your point, if you don't want to run seasonal content all the time, you also don't want to literally only run Nightfalls every single week, or just Strikes every single week. That's why I think a week-to-week, um, a week-to-week rotation would keep you from burning out. Dude, I could play Gambit for a week if something, if there was some crazy drop rate, right? If there was a crazy spare rations drop rate, I, I could grind some Gambit for a week, and then I'd be ready to put the dadgum thing down. Be like, all right, I, I'm done. I ain't take this anymore, right? Even I, even I could grind some Gambit for a week, you know? Like, I, I think that there, there's something to be said for it being a special occasion where, you know, to, to, to be, to be like, to, to protect against burnout. Oh, you thought the wording was kind of poor. I mean, I'm kind of, I'm trying to get used to that. <laughs> I'm trying to get used to, you know, kind of poorly worded questions. Um, next question from Agent Atwood. Do you think factions will ever make a comeback? I would say one of the silver linings of them bringing back the faction armor in the way that they did is people complained. And they were like, what the frick, man? Why didn't you put this in the factions? I want to go visit the faction vendors. Come on, man. Like, people complained. And I think that's a good test for Bungie to be like, all right, we brought back some of the faction gear, some of the faction weapons. What do y'all think? And people are like, yeah, but we kind of miss the factions. A bunch of you are like, oh, okay. People really miss the factions. Faction rally wasn't a big hit, but people miss the factions. Maybe we could find a middle ground. You know? Instead of them investing time and energy trying to bring the factions or faction rally back and people being like, why the frick did you bring factions and faction rally back? We hate faction rally. They can actually sort of 
prick your nostalgia about it and you're like oh man I miss the factions and now it's something that we're asking for there's a certain level of sort of psychological brilliance to that to to bring back the armor and the guns to be like let's see how people respond and everyone's like oh man we would have loved if you would have brought back at least the faction NPCs so now you know Bungie can do that later Uh, during another season they can decide to bring back factions to say oh you guys said you wanted to come back. If they would have brought back the factions and not faction rally, then people would have been like, well, if you brought back factions and not faction rally, that seems kind of lame. What, more bounties? More NPCs like to visit the tower? What the frick, Bungie? But now they can do it and people are like, oh, we asked for factions to come back. Thank you, Bungie, for bringing the factions back. As opposed to them bringing them back and people being like, well, this isn't good enough. If you're going to bring them back, you should at least bring back, you know, you should at least bring back the uh, the rally, you know, bring back faction rally so that it feels like we're getting, you know, uh, a true retread of the content. Does that make sense? Like, I feel like sometimes, sometimes Bungie wants us to feel that something's lacking and ask for it. So when they give it to us, we celebrate it. Because if, if they just give it to us, we won't appreciate it as much. You know, we'll be like, well, you didn't do enough with factions instead of being like, well, you brought back the weapons and armor, but that really made us miss the factions and the NPCs in the tower. And then when they bring back the NPCs in the tower, all of a sudden people are very excited. They're like, oh, we're so glad that you guys did this. I don't know. I think there's a, there's an element of brilliance to that, uh, to a certain degree. Um, and I know people might be like, oh, are they manipulating us? Sometimes, if you want to look at it in the most negative light possible, you could say that's manipulation. If you want to look at it from a charitable aspect, it could be like, well, they're going to test and see what the community wants. We might have not responded and been like, uh, we're, we don't give a crap about the factions. Yeah, who gives a rip? We, we don't miss that at all. But it, it clearly was a, you know, a vacancy in a lot of people's minds, you know? Excedrin with eight months, thank you. I miss Flames eight months, Vroax two months. I miss a new one from uh, Badass BK. And then Ars 1992. I'm sorry I missed those resubs, guys. Welcome back. Doge Ross says, What do you think of the idea of changing Vanguard Boon to give effect of the Nightfall glitch instead of a token? Uh, insanely low chance of legendary exotics to change the cost of the boon. I mean, you're just developing this elaborate system with the boon and tokens and all this. Listen, I'm not going to get down into the mire of your suggestion because I don't. it gets confusing and hard to track because I can't think that far down the road like what would that look like on the ter- token earn rate what would that look like for the casual versus the hardcore because the hardcore is rich with tokens and the casual doesn't have any tokens and how many tokens could you get in a conceivable week to actually get the bur- you know the increased burst rate and the boon rate and how long should the boon last like I can't get down into that okay but what I can say is I think it's better to make it feel like an event yo all week long double drops dope let's go run blah 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 activity Instead of, you gotta get tokens, use the tokens, buy the boon, pop the boon, it only lasts for so many hours, blah 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 blah. No, nobody wants to do all that. You're adding steps that don't, that that aren't needed. It's just an event. Right? It's just an event. This week only, double drops in the menagerie, double drops in the reckoning. You're making a system that isn't necessary. I don't need to go to the vanguard. I don't need to go here or there or anywhere and buy a boon. Now, I advocated for weapon drop boons as opposed to frames and bounties because people are getting sick of those. If you want to bring back strike-specific loot, I think that's a great way to do it. The longer you stay in the playlist, 
the more effective the boon is for a particular drop. So if they brought back the Outrageous Fortune, uh, the grenade launcher, and it has you know new perks and cool new things on it, and there's a boon you can buy for it, and while you're in the strike playlist, it has a chance to drop from the bosses, and the chance goes up the longer you stay in the playlist. My boon idea there was just like, let's just keep people in the playlist. It's a playlist. You could do the same thing for Crucible. You would go to Shaxx, and instead of buying a weapon frame that's a bounty that's like, get 50 gun kills, it'd be like, no, just go play Crucible, and this weapon has a chance to drop at the end for the next four hours, and the longer you stay in the playlist, the higher your chances go. And I think that would be a great way to do, like, boons instead of bounties, because I do think people are getting kind of burnt out on bounties. With the double drop rate or the increased drop rate in a given activity, I think Bungie could very easily just couch it as it's it's an event. Every week there's like a featured playlist that gets the love, you know? Yeah, the outrage. I got some good outrageous fortunes. That was just the first Vanguard weapon that kind of popped into my head. I did, you know, I was. There's the other one too. There was the, um, there was the auto rifle. I can't remember the name of it. It was like, it's not super good advice, but it has a name like that. It's like a statement. I can't remember the name of it. I'm gonna see it in chat and be so mad that I forgot the name of it. Um, no, not loaded question. Or no, not origin story or loaded question. It's it's like a statement. It's an auto rifle that is a statement. It's like a like the super good advice it's like the uh, uh, <laughs> come on chat save me Zalo yep that's it the Zalo um, I can't think of it dude uh, I'm gonna have to go positive outlook thank you I knew it was something like that like super good advice like it was something like that yeah positive outlook thank you I couldn't think of the positive outlook so I just said outrageous fortune Um, yeah shadow price that's it that's it <laughs> You guys are freaking trolls. Uh, Mac2099, using the arguments for the Nightfall glitch this week. Oh, that's sad. Those are sad times. Uh, what about making Grandmaster t- times three? That's th- I touched on that in my talk, Mac. Like, I think that I think that Grandmaster is going to be under even more of a microscope now because we had this, this experience. And it's like, who's going to want to run... Here's the other problem you have to realize. The people that you made Grandmaster Nightfalls for, a lot of those folks have been doing this. So they're going to be so Destiny rich on Ascendant Shards because they got so many Enhancement Prisms this week that now you built Grandmaster for people that are going to be like, wait, increase Ascendant Shard drop? I don't give a crap about that. I got in while the getting was good on on Warden of Nothing. Dude, I'm freaking busting at the seams with those things. What else do you have? I think I think you're right. I think they need to go to the exotic drop rate, target it, and double it or triple it. Because if not, no one's gonna run a who's gonna want to run that? I, nobody. If the if the if the purpose of grinding it is for the thousand is for the ascendant shards, no one's gonna do that. Now they'll do it for the title, but then what? They run it once and then they're done. For the only the only way a thousand sixties are good is if the drops the exotic that you are wearing. Oh, like it's literally a targeted farm. Like the exotic that you're wearing dictates the drop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That could be good. That could be a way for you to get both generosity and intentionality having a happy marriage. That would be good. If it's just for Ascendant Shards, folks, you're like, no. 
those folks were doing this before the glitch they were already destiny rich they didn't need the double nightfall well that too like i didn't realize how easy 1000 level nightfalls were i mean this is such a breeze obviously warden of nothing is one of the easiest to run so it's a disproportionate speed efficiency but still you know these people are going to be so destiny rich there ain't no way they're going to be grinding 1060 for a slightly better ascendant shard drop rate they'll do it for the title the triumph and they're going to move on Kiddo, what if Grandmaster allows you to pick the exotics? We basically just had that question. J, sort of the same vein as the rotation idea of my previous question. Should or could raids get similar treatment interacting with old content that still feels special and perhaps Bungie could tap into the- This is another thing they would do that would make their Age of Triumph better than the last Age of Triumph. Make it so where we can just keep running the raid over and over and over again. That'd be the time to introduce that idea, right? Like, yeah, you can just keep running it. You just keep running it and no problem, you know, run it for as many drops as you want and then have the drop rates be higher. You know, again, bringing that level of generosity to the game so you feel like, man, this content's really worth my time. This is awesome. And also it rotates so one week you're running leviathan and then the next week you're running you know last wish and then the next week you know what i'm saying like again the rotation keeping it that was one of the absolutely brilliant things about age of triumph in destiny one was the idea that each week there was a different raid featured so you would just grind crota all week long and then the next week you were in vogue and then the next week you were in something else like that was just such a great system it felt it just felt so good it felt so good to just all be like and then it was great to put down the raid that you weren't a super big fan of it's like yeah i'm not the biggest fan of this one right and then the next week you'd be like yes we get to go into xyz raid next week oh this is my favorite you know it keeps things fresh it's a lot easy i think it's way easier to put up with content you aren't a super big fan of if you if you know that it's on rotation I think that's one of the big, big challenges of the content now is that if you're trying to level or do milestones or pinnacles, it's like it's the same thing every week. And the only thing that you're really changing is your loadout slightly with respect to the uh, with respect to the, you know, the bounties or something. And so I think that the, the weekly rotation idea is something they really need to tap into. DJ Brian, in your honest opinion, if you are a casual player of Destiny 2 and never heard of Trials of Osiris, and what should casual players do in order to get the level of hardcore players and eventually play Trials? Well, okay, there's casual players, and then there's casual do-nothings, and I think that there's a big difference between the two. If you're a casual player, I think they made it to where there actually are good lanes for you to enjoy Trials. I really do. I think that they... Oh my. I think they made really, really good lanes for you. I think the lanes are disproportionately lopsided, so you're having to face stacks in the early games right now. The token system, the passive system, and the ability to turn in tokens, and the ability to get tokens from wins, and like the ability to not be limited just to bounties. Like People are like, bring back the bounties. I'm like, I don't think you understand that the token system is actually better if they can get it right. The token system is better than the bounty system because you're not limited. And then the other thing is, is if your favorite class is Hunter, play Hunter all dadgum weekend, right? You don't have to switch. In Destiny 1, you had to switch because you ran out of bounties. With the token system, if they can get the token system right, you can literally grind all weekend long with your favorite class and then just get the tokens and turn them in. Get the tokens and turn them in. If they can get that system right, I actually think the casual player can enjoy Trials, okay? 
Last one for me. Okay, we can check. We can tag somebody in for Simon here in a second. I think what you're saying though is is I I don't care about the casual do nothings. I don't want solo matchmaking for trials. I don't want anything anything legislated or designed for casual do nothings. If you've been playing this game for five years and you have zero interest in adding friends or making friends or using LFG or Reddit or, you know, even streams or anything to find people to play with or find Sherpas, if you can't be bothered to do any of that, you just want to just like boot up and click on the pinnacle, most aspirational, most competitive piece of Destiny's PvP, you just want to click on it and be like, yeah, it's, that's, that's what I want to do. That's not how Trials is designed. A casual do-nothing is somebody who just wants to literally boot up and play solo all day long. They don't want to do anything. They don't want to add people. They don't want to plug a microphone in. They don't want to talk. They want to run around the public space, right? I'm sorry, but Trials is not designed for a casual do-nothing. It isn't. It shouldn't be designed for a casual do-nothing. I'm not trying to be mean here, but there are definitely people that are like, Lono, I literally want to hold the controller and barely think about anything. I just want to like, I want to almost drool on myself and just relax. Just like, oh God, this is great. There's nothing wrong with that. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. You want to sit, prop your feet and just like Cheeto finger it up and just sit and chip crumbs on your chest, crouch with the beer, just playing Destiny. I love you and I want you to keep playing Destiny, but Trials isn't designed for you. It's not. Neither are raids. They're not designed for you. So you can't come to trials or raids and be like, oh, this should be designed for the casual do-nothings. I just want to play, click the button, and get stuff. Like, no. Trials is the crown jewel of Destiny's PvP. It is It is literally, as I said yesterday, it is the best crucible cocktail. If I'm going to the restaurant of Destiny and I'm ordering a, a, a drink and I want to have a crucible drink, I think that Trials is the best cocktail. It's the best mixture of everything that Destiny has to offer. 3v3 elimination with the with the the pressure of needing to win and go flawless, I think is the best cocktail of Destiny's Crucible. And I don't think you want to muddy that down and water that down. I don't want to turn it into like a non-alcoholic watered down diluted drink because somebody comes in and is like, it's just a little too strong for me. Can you just put water and a cherry in the cup? No, like it's trials. That's not, that's not what we're trying to do here. We're not designing trials for, as I said, the casual do-nothings. And I don't say that with like malice in my heart. I'm saying like casual do-nothings are a giant portion of the player base, but you can't design trials for them. You just can't. Right now, the entire recipe's off. No, I don't think the entire recipe's off. I don't think they have enough of one ingredient and they have too much of another. They need to just balance it. The back half of the card needs way more rewards, four, five, six, and seven. And early token farming needs to it needs to be more uh, more accessible. It needs to be more accessible. Yo, Doge is a gamer though. Doge is a gamer. We were wrecking the other day with him. I am gonna take us to the tribute hall. Um, so sorry admires doge beat you man uh thank you for hopping out really quickly i appreciate that sometimes people just linger um so i say i literally say all of that with love in my heart like i don't want people to feel like oh my gosh this guy is such a freaking elitist it's like no i want to protect a really good playlist i don't want this playlist getting diluted because 
you want to like lounge in your lazy boy recliner and not have to think about anything and play trials that it just that is not what trials is designed for it just isn't and to take to take what i think is the best cocktail and water it down for people i think is the wrong decision does the recipe need tweaked and balanced you know as eugene said like the recipe's kind of jacked up right now does it need tweaked and balanced yes does it need watered down and diluted absolutely not that would be the exact wrong thing to do right now to trials that would be i think that would be a disrespect to what they what they're trying to bring back to destiny which is a pinnacle competitive pvp environment um whoops uh out or i'm sorry zero creativity i haven't seen it discussed but it's possible that bungie has focused most of their bandwidth on the fall dlc since the seasonal model is probably the easiest thing for them to churn out content and keeps uh, a needs want to play. I, I, there's no reason for me to comment on questions like this, dude. I don't know what they're doing, so there's no reason for me to answer that. I, I don't think they're going to be like, let's just focus on the fall and rob the present. I really don't think so. Uh, Remorse. What do you see as a reason that they wouldn't make these extra drops a regular thing in Legend Nightfall? As we said last night, and as I said multiple times this morning, I don't think they want to just have it become another faucet that nobody cares about. Did I skip your question out, Sanity? Hang on. They don't want it to just become another faucet that nobody cares about like Sundial. I think it becoming a special event would be a better option. Did I skip? Out, Sandy. What if it wasn't a glitch? What if Bungie did this on person to see how the community reacts to double loot drops? No, I don't think so. I think it's a glitch. If it was real, I think they'd say, you know what? We did that just to see how people would respond and we appreciate your feedback. We're going to see what we can do about this in the future. I, I, if, if it was if it was not a glitch, I don't think they would say it was a glitch. I don't think they would just blatantly lie to the community. Now, it could be like a glitch in parentheses. Like, it's a glitch, wink, wink. But again, I would be like, why not just tell us yeah, you know, we're trying different things in the playlist from time to time, so keep your eyes peeled, check every week. You know, that'd be a good reason for people to engage with the content and, and check in each week to week and run Nightfalls to say, you know, hey, we're you know we're trying stuff out all the time. Keep your eyes peeled, you know, watch the forums, watch Twitter, watch, you know, Reddit and Twitch and see if people are discovering, you know, maybe you discover your own little secrets. I don't think they would tell us it's a glitch if it wasn't. Uh, it's Truds. Could Bungie lean into this type of reward bug structure for refocusing content? Yeah, we've already had this question. If you were master for a day, what three things would you do to fix in Destiny? Um, What three things would I fix? So the very, very first thing I would fix is the loot, the loot chase, the loot intentionality, like hitting max level and being I, I would do slot leveling and then combine with that I would do the you hit max level and the whole game changes so slot leveling hitting a thousand all that should happen fairly easily and once you hit a thousand the whole game should change so hardcore players be like leveling is just too easy oh, shut up leveling is nothing leveling is not content be quiet ask for something better you know like you're you're asking for nothing. You're, you, oh, leveling should be slower. Don't let them punt, dude. Ask for actual content. Ask for, <laughs> ask for actual loot grind. Stop letting them get away with, with garbage. Like, come on, dude. A power level is not content. Ask for content if you want content. Don't ask for this, like, like super grindy punt nonsense where I hate you, Minotaur. I actually hate you. Uh, yeah, so I don't think leveling is the right call. I think slot leveling, whole game changes when you hit max leveling. I think the daily, I think the daily, the daily farm idea from division is really, really good. 
uh so things rotate i think what we've come up with today too like weekly weekly featured you know increased drop rates in uh in certain activities is also a really good idea because you just you keep things fresh um you know and i also think i also think npcs in general need an entire loot pass if like quality pass if Bungie went through and made all of the NPCs feel more like the obelisks did where there's a seasonal rank there's a reason to grind them there's a reason to level them up you get seasonal benefits from them you get pursuits of weapons I think that'd be great for Shax and Zavala and Drifter uh, obviously planetary planetary NPCs can be a little bit harder to do that with because there's so many of them but I would start there too Shacks, has Bungie said that they will fix the glitch? It's it's it is supposedly unique to the Warden of Nothing strike, and it is going to be fixed before it comes back around. Which, whatever. Like, I'm a little grumpy about that. If I was Bungie, I'd say, you know what? Pro- I think it's only specific to the Warden of Nothing, and for now, we're just gonna leave it alone. We got bigger fish to fry. If I was Bungie, that's what I would have said. I would be like, yeah, we're going to try and fix it before next time. What? You have beaver errors. You have cheaters. You have bug trials loot. And no, you have far more important things to worry about than the bugged wardens of nothing nightfall ordeal. You don't need to do anything. You'd be like, you know what? Eh, bank error in your favor. We'll get to this. We'll get to this. It's not a front burner. It's not a front burner. You're going to write a blog about trials and be like, there's changes to the token and loot payout stuff that may not really be able to happen this season. It might get pushed to next season. You're going to say that. But then you're going to be like, yeah, we'll make sure and fix this before the next warden rolls around. What? (laughs) Like, I don't know. It could be a problem with Grandmaster. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. It could have something to do with maybe they laid stuff in the background for Grandmaster and it's causing glitches in Warden specifically. White Flame. What would you say the biggest positive thing is were to Destiny moving to Steam? Would you go back to Battle.net while keeping the game? I mean, I don't, I don't think there's any real difference between Battle.net and Steam. I don't. I mean, Battle.net was probably a little bit better about ban enforcement. I think our ban enforcement right now is freaking embarrassing. Why are people still playing that were reported months ago? Why are people getting back into the game? Um, I don't know. If I have to see one more trusted source post a clip or or link to people playing that were reported months ago or weeks ago and are still playing, I'm gonna lose my freaking mind. Like I I don't know if Battle.net helped with that, but I definitely know right now it looks really bad. It's like I you you have you have trusted people you have trusted people saying I reported these people months ago, weeks ago, and they're back in the game. They're still playing. Whatever. I I, I don't know. Jay Portier gifted a sub to Matteo. Thank you. Um, does Warden Law double shot perk in, uh, indirectly interact differently with champion mods? I have no idea. I skipped that one. Sorry. Big Matt. Do you think Bungie should implement a double or bonus loot in activities like Menagerie? Reckon- I mean, you guys are either just jumping in or n- somehow missed it. We've already answered this question numerous times feels like that's been answered enough unless you literally just got in here do you think double nightfall rewards should come a little 
uh, often like double infamy wow even back to back you guys are just not paying attention to chat those are back to back identical questions do you think ritual weapons not being in the season was a mistake can't really call it a mistake it was a bandwidth uh, it was a bandwidth decision we got the exact same amount of weapons this season as last season and I would think that what was that yellow seeker thing what the frick was that um so it's hard to call it a mistake right do you think the Komodo was worth their development time was was the Komodo worth their development time was I don't know I it, it, what what were the other what were the other ones last season the edgewise and what were the other ones with a shotgun for for gambit you think the python you think the python and the buzzard and the komodo were worth it that was worth development time those throwaway weapons i mean edgewise i guess no 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 edgewise was not last season komodo come on like it was a mistake they were bare they barely registered on the richter scale i know python was pretty good but like there were plenty of other shotguns you could get that were very very close to python you know i i just i don't know i i think sometimes we overstate things by default we overstate things three weapons two of which were forgettable and throwaway the komodo and the buzzard just totally throwaway forgettable weapons and we're going to get all bent out of shape about the fact that we didn't get rituals this season. I just <laughs> come on. Again, I just I think we overstate things. It's 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 like the rose-colored glasses. Like we act like was everybody going out of their skin last season? Dude, I'm so glad the buzzards here. So glad the buzzard and the komodo are here. Just such a good quality and value to the season. This is great. No, nobody was saying that. Everyone's complaining that they weren't that good. Because rituals by default create this like sort of easy peasy grind where they're they're they can't make the weapons that amazing because of how you get them. And then they made their and they made and they freed up bandwidth to make trials weapons. And I know people are like, well the trials weapons aren't even that good. Um So I don't know. It, to me to me, anytime I look at the ritual weapon discussion and question, I feel like they were honestly trying to wean us off of them. You know what I'm saying? Like, they get rid of pinnacles, they get rid of pinnacles, and they go to rituals, and the rituals just kind of progressively got, like, more and more ho-hum. I feel like they were just trying to wean us off of them. So that when they took them away, we'd be like, yeah, who cares? They weren't even that good anyway. Avin J, do you think enhanced generosity can worsen power creep and the weapons forever problem they're not even related this is a non sequitur how is generosity how is more generosity worsening power creep they're not related homie me having more chances at getting like a worm husk has nothing to do with power creep power creep is the need to always outdo the last thing that you made so if you make a really really strong legendary like the recluse the only way you make a weapon better than recluse is to make something stronger than recluse and then that's power creep you start making weapons that leave the power thresholds that the game is designed around and then everything becomes too easy power creep taken to its logical end makes every weapon a one tap every weapon gets stronger and stronger and stronger and stronger and after two or three years all your weapons are one tapping that is logical like that's the logical end game for power creep like 
enhanced generosity has nothing to do with power creep at all now more people have the weapons that are too powerful that's not true at all what weapons are too powerful right now that you can grind for what are we talking about what what power creep weapons even exist right now in destiny i don't even know what what you would mean they nerfed recluse they nerfed izanagi's they've nerfed whisper I, I don't even know what you're talking about. There are, There's nothing right now that you would classify as power creep. The, the, a lot of the hardcore weapons have been chopped down a peg. I mean, hard light? They were, they, Zer was selling hard light. Like, if, if you want to say that's power creep, I mean, it, it, all of a sudden more people have access to the freaking hard light. Like, Zer's selling it. You know? Hang on. My point is, is that we need to address power creep and weapons that are too strong before we start dropping them in everyone's lap. Does that make sense? Yeah, and your premise is faulty. There isn't anything like that in the game right now. What weapons are too strong that's dropping in everyone's laps? You're literally saying things that aren't true. What What am I getting from here that is brokenly strong? Baba Deers! Frick. I'm gonna delete him out of principle. Well, we might as well infuse for the plus two. Like that's not that that's like not a thing. That's what I'm saying is like you're you're saying something that just isn't true. No one is running super generous nightfalls right now and walking away with all these broken weapons. That's there aren't there aren't even that many there aren't even weapons right now that you would classify as broken. Spinning up on the Suros and hard light need to be looked at, but there's nothing right now that is broken in the game. There are no there is no Izanagis. There's no Izanagis. There there's nothing like that right now. There is no Galahorn. I don't, that's what I mean. I don't, I don't, that's why I don't, I don't, it's, it's full. No, yeah, it's full. I, sorry, mom, (laughs) making you do a little dance. Um, oh my, um, I, I don't think this is a thing. That's why I don't understand. That's why I didn't understand your question. I'm like, dude, I'm literally farming for armor and I want stats on it. I have worm husk, right? I have worm husk. I'm trying to get a God roll on the worm husk. I'm not trying to get like a broken weapon. Um, broken weapon saturation in the player pool isn't even a thing right now other than the fact that now hard light will probably go up even more in weapon saturation because they had Zer sell it do you want to know why they had Zer sell it I'll tell you why you better buckle up hard light lovers they do that usually right before they nerf something they're going to let you enjoy it for a couple of weeks and then they're going to do a pass on it they're not going to leave hard light alone there's literally no way they leave that gun alone it it is absurd it and the Suros are absurd and they just distributed hard light I bet you Suros is there this Friday they did they started with hard light they always do this before a nerf it's the calm before the storm or it's the storm before the calm reverse it they create the storm and then enough people are like all right okay listen I said it wasn't a big deal but for frick's sake I'm sick of the laser light show. They do it on purpose. They know that people are going to come around to the idea that like hard lights busted when they give it to everybody. You think it's fine? Okay, give it another week now that now that Zer sold it and then I'll see if you think the same thing. After you face six stack after six stack after six stack, everybody running hard light, especially if you run into those absolute grimy mountaintop hard light one-eyed mask players. Have fun. <laughs> Have fun. <laughs> I fa- 
faced them in trials and it's grimy that is grimy it's grimy mountaintop hard light one-eyed mask is grimy and you start facing it enough and i think people will come around to the fact that the gun is 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 needs it needs a pass don't nerf it into the ground yeah it's like prometheus give it to everybody give it to everybody and let them have fun with it for a couple of weeks maybe a month and then they'll nerf it I would say that thing is going to get nerfed sometime in May. I thought it was going to get addressed right away because it was just just absolutely running away in the meta. I thought they were going to address it right away. But I think in Bungie's mind, they were like, no, have Xur sell it, distribute it. It'll hit a fever pitch. A lot of people will start to change their minds about it. They'll get sick of seeing it everywhere and they'll kind of want it to get hurt. Even the people that have initially defended it are probably going to start to think differently when every game is 12 hard lights. Solono, you're saying everything Xercellus gets nerfed. No, 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 no. A lot of things have to align first. When you have a weapon that's really, really high in saturation and everyone's using it, it's really strong, and then Xer sells it, yeah. Xer selling it right now is like the Madden curse, okay? It's like the Madden curse. It's about to get injured. <laughs> it's coming. It's coming. So, I, I just prepare. Get Use it as much as you want and enjoy it as much as you want. But remember, there's a pattern here. This is not, it's not uncommon for Bungie to do this with a weapon that's really, really strong, especially when it's an exotic, because they can, they can affect the distrib- distribution of the weapon by having Xur sell it. So, buckle up. Buckle up, hard light lovers. It's coming. It's, it's, it's almost assuredly going to come. I would say, I would again, I would say in May. They would give everybody a month with it. So, dude, the summoner is disgusting, by the way. I want a summoner so bad. Magical Ronin was just melting people with the summoner. That gun is stupid. He was just destroying people with the summoner, man. So, yeah, they may hit all ARs. I mean, Eugene might be right. I would hate to see that happen, but ARs in general are silly. They're silly. Watch a really good player use an AR, dude. It is just nuts. It is absolutely nuts. I think the hard light's annoying because of the reflection damage. The summoner felt better. When I was watching him use it, I was like, this thing's better. Like, this thing is dumb strong. Like, arguably stronger than the hard light, it seemed. It's a 600 RPM, not just the summoner or the hard light. Oh, 600 RPM autos. Oh. Yeah, I think they're going to give auto rifles a month before trashing them again. I think they're going to demolish them. Um, Lil Based, would you like a sort of chalice system for Grandmaster to choose what exotic you can grind for? I don't think this is out of what out of out of lane for what we've been saying, like create intentionality or generosity. Pick one or a mixture of both. Um, do you? Feel that Grandmaster Nightfall needs to be reworked where they don't have to rely so much on modifiers. I have a whole lot of thoughts on it that I've already shared. I think it's too many negative modifiers. I think 1060 seems crazy to only get an increase Ascendant Shard drop rate. So yeah, I think Grandmasters... I I wouldn't be surprised if they're making last-minute changes to Grandmaster Nightfalls in the background right now, especially after what just happened with with, uh, Warden of Nothing. It's an angry cuboid. I wish I had a, a, a one of those summoners. I want one. I really wish I had one. I can't wait till it's drop number three. 
I'll play on all three characters and get that third drop, you know? Get three chances and then token slam for it. I'm not going to token farm for it, but I would I would definitely use as many tokens as I could to try to get one. Um, I don't do the low card farm token thing. I cast and then play with some guys to go flawless that are better than me. <laughs> uh, Timowul. I've always felt Menagerie died off too quickly. What do you think about if they compiled all the drops from year two? People have said this. Th- this is this is a super common request for Bungie to go into the Menagerie and to create... Th- I don't know what the frick I just did. I was just trying to wombo. Um, create a... Uh, create like an old... Hey, all the old stuff's in Menagerie. A, a lot of people have asked for this. They've said, you know, hey, we should... We should, we should be able to go into Menagerie and get all this stuff. There's been a really common request in the community in Q&A. This is a question I think I get almost once a day. So maybe if it's that common here, it's common elsewhere, and Bungie will say, you know what, Menagerie would be a great dumping ground for old weapons. And maybe the easiest thing to do would be to like go to the gunsmith, and you could buy the recipe from him and just slot it. You'd go to him and, like, buy the recipe for a retired weapon. You'd slot it into Menagerie and just go run it. And just you could buy, like, a handful of them. You know, go buy ten, you know, go buy ten recipes for a weapon from, you know, a season or two ago or something. Avan J. Related to my previous question, it seems to me that the success of long-term sustainability of limited loot generosity uh, depends on... A robust loot system. What needs to be changed to loot system for this to be introduced? Well, I think Eugene is banged on this drum sometimes. He said, you know, there's not enough loot in the game for them to do re-rolls and respecs because there's just there's not enough loot or loot diversity to give you that level of control over a gun. Um, and in a similar vein, if they're too generous, you're like, I got a god roll, got a god roll, got a god roll, got a god roll, right? Because the perk depth isn't there and the gun diversity is not there. I don't necessarily disagree with that. That's why I continue to think that in September, you're going to see them say, you know what, let's let's really, really go big with weapons and weapon changes because if we're going to introduce sunsetting, we need these new weapons to really, really be top tier. Um, you know, I, I think I, I wouldn't be surprised if we see if we see that happen. And again, this is where this is where I think some of the champion stuff could take on like a new form where you feel like you need a certain weapon in a certain activity because there's new champions. I still think like something like a sniper, you know, a sniper armor, armor busting champion modifier, like armored, you know, champions with armor, visible armor on them that can only be busted with a sniper that is running the, you know, the armor busting champion modifier. I, I think that there's just some some really, really good and strong untapped wisdom in creating pain points in the enemies that can be met and mitigated with the, the loot in the game. And I think champion mods are a step in that direction, but I feel like they've kind of stepped and stumbled a little bit. I don't think champion mods are exactly where I would put them. I think that they're, they're, they're close. Um... But I think they could be significantly better. You know, right now I think they they really restrict your primary loadout maybe maybe too much, and I think that's one of the reasons people kind of don't like them. Open it up a little bit, give them give them the ability to put you know on, put them on the, um, put them on exotics. You know, I think people would really like to see that. They would really like to see them land on exotic primaries. 
Uh, and then it's cool seeing Overload on a sword. Let's see him landing on other stuff too. You know. Would uh, Black says would rotating each week with the pinnacle drop? We've already talked about rotating raids. Violin can prime engrams be used to help make uh, Destiny more rewarding? Turning a prime engram gives you any drop from your collections within reason. We've had a lot of great suggestions for primes. I thought turning primes into the faction. Uh, rally guys, uh, that was this is Beer Pie's idea. I think another good one from Beer Pie. Let me turn it a Prime Engram to uh, Dead Orbit, and then that gives me a really good chance at the de- at the Dire Promise or the Armor. Let me choose between weapon and armor. So that would be my way to grind for a Dire. Every time I get a Prime, I take it to Dead Orbit and click. So give me a weapon, and I get the Dire. Uh, that was a good, you know, that's a good one too. A good suggestion. Uh, Hayes, do you think with the higher and more concurrent player interactions with the high difficulty nightfalls due to the double loot glitch, will they make it a permanent feature? We've talked about that a bunch today. I think a rotating featured activity would be better. Jay, unrelated to the talk today, there's some talk during the podcast, uh, during the podcast, check that out by the way, that the devs are creating seasonal content with the mindset that it's going to disappear in 12 months rather than asking whether or not you think that's true. I, um... Do you feel that Bungie might need to tweak the way content's introduced? I mean, we got into this last night. We talked about this last night. The idea that I I kind of felt bad for people the other day when I was running the Martyr's Retribution wave frame grenade launcher and people were like, what is that? And I'm like, oh, this is from Season of Dawn. You can't get this anymore. I didn't like saying that. I wanted to be like, yeah, this thing's awesome. Yeah, it's great. It, it's got some really, really good roles. It's in certain circumstances, it can be really, really helpful for ad clear and getting demo with it is awesome. You can grenade, you know, you can do it. Throw a grenade, do it. Like you get like three grenades back to back. It's really, really great for crowd control. Really, really good for even dips maybe on a boss. Um, you know, th- I didn't like telling somebody they couldn't get any more. You know, we literally have time for one more. We literally have time for one more. We got to go fast. Um, well, not really. We don't have to go fast as long as we load in before it's over. Um, uh, dang it. Reset is so close. This is going to be our last, our last roll, our last one, dude. It's going to be our last one. There's no way we can run it fast enough to squeeze out two more. I don't know. We'd have to blitz, like literally blitz it. It'd have to be like an eight minute run. Um, so... I do think they're entertaining this idea, right? I do think they're entertaining this idea of, you know, do we do we put content in and take it out? Luke Smith made it sound like they don't like the fact that they did that. Luke Smith made it sound like they're going to look at invest, investing in core activities instead. So they're not adding and removing anymore. So I feel like you already have your answer from Luke Smith himself that they're going to move away from this. He also said less FOMO, less fear of missing out. They don't want so much FOMO, which is, you know, fear of missing out. They don't want that, you know? So, by the way, if you're new to the stream today, a lot of people are tuning in because it's close to reset. I do these talks and Q&A sessions regularly. It's a family-friendly stream. It's like a podcast you can lurk to and listen to while you're gaming, while you're doing stuff. Uh, With the unique situation going on, you know, these days, I've been trying to just fill your day with content and stuff you can just kind of listen to. We're going to be doing a Trials Top 10 segment in a little while. I take the best clips from Trials, the Top 10 plays, and I do that on my split-screen competitive casting desk that I launched. Uh, It's a show. I shoutcast Trials every weekend. It's kind of like Sports Center for video games. It's really, really fun. Uh, So be sure to click the Follow button 
turn on notifications so you don't miss this stream if you click that little heart button and then say you to get notified you'll never miss the content i'm doing this basically monday through friday so thank you for being here we're obviously going to check out reset and the new bunker here in a little bit i will be ending q a in about 10 minutes to check out all the new stuff Will a raid ever be match made? No, I don't think they're ever going to do that. That's why I don't think they're ever going to do a solo queue trials. Uh, how would sunsetting weapons affect crucible metas? Well, sunsetting is only going to affect trials and and uh, only going to affect trials and Iron Banner because those are the only places that are power enabled. So if you can't infuse something anymore, that would be the only place where you would feel that pain. So they can't affect the trials meta, and that's why I think in September when they introduce sunsetting they're going to introduce adept weapons because they could be like yep these these trials weapons are freaking dope and in about 12 months you won't be able to take them into trials anymore so enjoy them for about a year you know um do you think taking the time to fix a bug that has people excited to play instead of focusing on the issues at hand error codes is off putting frequently experiencing issues may drive them away this sounds sky is falling but literally have a friend who hasn't been able to play this is just a very very big hypothetical i'm sorry and it's a book for you to complain uh don't please don't do that some of you guys have been here too long to literally write five sentences of basically a complaint um that's just that's not a question that's just you irritated and that's fine to be irritated but q a is not is just not here for that um do you remember clarion calls events it was a special xp event uh that was meant to recite was meant to recite but didn't recite you meant repeat i don't even remember what was clarion call it was a that was an xp thing wasn't it i don't remember wasn't that like a specific thing where you get more xp and then that you you go into that activity oh clarion call never happened yeah, I was like, that sounds so familiar. Yeah, it just never happened. Do you think trials will be corrected following the conclusion of it? I don't know, dude. Jay. Bungie set out this season to create a you-had-to-be-there moments. Would you consider things like the glitch to be better encapsulating that? I don't think... Oh, you said instead of the seasonal model. I think you-had-to-be-there moments are just... A, it's a double-edged blade, right? It's awesome to be like, yeah, dude, you missed out on the Martyr's Retribution, but it's also kind of not awesome to tell your fellow Destiny players, yeah, dude, this gun's sweet and you can't freaking get it. Like, I don't know about you, but I don't. that doesn't make my gun feel cooler. It, it almost kind of soured it for me. I was like, I love promoting a gun and being like, dude, get it. Go and get it. Clarion Call did happen. It was double XP with clanmates or something like that. Oh, yeah, it was more XP in the clan. Oh, yeah. That was really weird. I, I don't think it was that. I don't think that many people paid any attention to it, to be fair. It, it, I barely remember it. So that might be kind of biased. Like, I didn't pay attention to it. Maybe you guys did, but maybe you guys did. I didn't. I didn't, I didn't pay a lick of attention to it. At least I don't think I did. I don't think I paid much attention to it. Shriek, I have 400 plus Nightfall runs and I still don't have a Rat King Catalyst. Am I doing something wrong? I have no idea, dude. Uh, Zexion. 
Do you think that there should be more challenges and activities like killing all champion eatons for platinum to, could be ignored to incentivize more player and interaction? We talked about this a little bit to dice up bounties, you know, go back to the challenges where, you know, they may be a little bit more easy, a little more automatic. I definitely think they could go back to some of those things. Uh, Z Spain. How do you get people to come back if they get pump stopped all day? Population numbers have been insanely low. I've answered how to fix uh, trials. I think you fix the front half by getting rid of the win requirement and you get the people to stop farming the front half by making the back half more rewarding guest hunter should Bungie revert to destiny being a full pay to play game absolutely not this keeps getting suggested by people that just are not thinking beyond their nose you have to think long term here the minute the minute you do this you're not going to stop cheaters by the way a lot of these cheaters are running uh, are running carry services and making money while doing it so they're just going to keep buying and coming back in and you're going to shove a lot of people out of the playlist. The minute you monetize, jeez, he sniped me. The minute you the minute you monetize PVP, you're going to inevitably shrink the player base. And then they then that makes cheating worse cuz the cheaters are still in there and now your likelihood of running into them has gone up cuz there's less people playing. You simply cannot cannot put a paywall on PvP. I know Astacross called for it. I know other people are calling for it. I don't think they've looked at the market and done enough of the reading and the research on it. There are too many companies, long-standing big companies that have said, you cannot monetize your PvP. You can't. You fracture your community. If 343 and Respawn have both said this, if Bungie has essentially said this, I don't think I really don't think YouTubers and gamers are in a position to lecture anybody about that. I think the I think the veterans in the industry, I think the companies that know way more than us understand that you simply can't do it. When did you change your mind about having a pay to play for trials? Even back when I said having a paywall would be nice, I said it wouldn't be a good enough reason and I said it comes at a cost. It comes at fragmenting the player base. And I said, even back then, you want to get as many people as you want, as you possibly want, in the funnel of trials. And I talked about the pre-Rise of Iron bounties. I talked about setting it up for, you know, to be accessible so lots of people are playing. And some of the fundamental problems with trials right now is they did that too much. They fed the bottom half of the card too much. I never, ever, ever, ever once ever once said that there needed to be this big giant paywall barrier to trials. I never once said that. I always said there's a far bigger impetus on anti-cheat and preventative measures more so than like we need to put a paywall in front of trials. Even back when I was like, that could be an option if you want to have like a multifaceted effort to keep cheaters out of trials, a paywall could be there. But I also always, always said as, a, as sort of a caveat, I always said, listen, it won't keep a lot of the cheaters out. And truth be told, it might hurt the player base because then you, then, then you have people that can't play that want to play. I never was in strong support of a paywall for trials ever. I said it could serve as a barrier, a low-level barrier that also then serves as a barrier for other people as well. Mick Cobred, do you think quests that take players weeks to do are better than quests that are just very difficult and hard to obtain for the average player? I that I don't really feel like answering that. Murph, any speculation on the and more on the season-worthy map? They say stuff like that all the time. I don't think anything significant's coming. I really don't. I think we're, we've seen the gist of the schedule already. Um, so Arcanus says, uh, 
Well, I am dead man. Do you think resilience should be made to mitigate boss stomp and made more viable in PvE? Um, I wouldn't mind seeing resilience get a little bit more utility in PvE. I don't know if this is the answer, but resilience, you know, once you're at like a tier 4 or 5, you don't really feel like you need to go much higher than that in PvE. And if there's one place where I feel like I should be able to influence my tankiness, PvE would be the place. I don't want somebody going into the trials of the tier 10 resilience and being a 6-tap. Like, that's dumb. Um, that'd be really frustrating to play against, like all you juggernaut cowards in World at War. Yeah, that's right, I said it. You know, I, nobody wants to play against that. That's that's rock, paper, scissors. But I think that resilience could be given... It could be given some play in PvE. It's high noon. The Grandmaster's 1060. Will people even reach that threshold before to do before the 21st? I have no idea. Uh, I think there's probably people that are already ready. Savathun... Won't any nerf to autos make them completely useless again? I don't know. D- no? D- do you really think right now their TTK, if, 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 if they take the TTK and make it a little bit not as lethal, they're suddenly quote-unquote completely useless? Homie, they're laser beams right now. Like, absolute decimating laser beams they're not really close to the line of useless okay like (laughs) you got a ways to go before auto rifles are useless you know what i mean i I think they've got some room i think i think they've got some room uh they got some room to play here i don't think it's i don't think they're 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 gonna be yeah new adventures available just popped up as we got to the boss sad times sad times is our last chance on the double drop warden of nothing to try to get the worm husk. Come on, baby. And then we're going to end Q&A and check all the reset stuff. Come on. We'll let Q&A people listen to see if I got it or not. Those of you listening to the audio version or watching the YouTube video, we appreciate you supporting the content and my efforts to not get the worm husk. All right. Rip the freaking dream. Rest in peppers. Okay, so we're going to check out all the reset stuff. We're going to check out the new uh, the new bunker, and we'll check out you know the Eververse and everything else. And then in a little while, after we've checked out all the new stuff, we'll do the top trials, the top 10, I'm sorry, the trials top 10 segment. The trials top 10 segment will be very, very uh, shortly. So stick around. Don't go anywhere. Remember to click the follow button so you don't miss these streams and all the awesome segments. If you're listening elsewhere, you can always come into the stream with sayno to rage.com. And as always, you can like, share, and subscribe.